0: Hi, I'm Steve Thomas. This is Cacophony. Let's dive into some great music. But first, a warning. This episode contains complicated opera plots and delicious singing. Vanessa and I have been reading an excellent book, Casper, Prince of Cats, by Michael Morpurgo. It's about a cat's journey from London's Savoy Hotel to New York, via the Titanic. It's really good, it features an opera singer who takes the hotel bellboy to see her sing Queen of the Night in Magic Flute. Johnny, a 14 year old bellboy, says I should like to be able to say that I remember every moment, every note of my evening at the opera, but I do not, it passed in a blur of wonderment. The one time I saw Magic Flute live, it gave me one of the most memorable moments I've ever seen in a live show, and this was because one of the extras, wearing a giant penguin costume, fell over as he stepped onto the stage. He couldn't get himself back on his feet, and so had to be dragged back into the wings and out of sight by two stagehands. Worse, his penguin head had come off and rolled right into the middle of the stage. One of the singers picked up the head and lobbed it back to the side like it was a rugby ball. It was fab. Mistakes are one of the things that really makes live shows really makes them come alive and more electric. But it's also slightly telling, because I remember more about that than I do about the rest of the show. Opera can be notoriously complicated, and Mozart's Magic Flute is particularly so. On one level, it's a fairy tale. There are monsters, goodies, baddies, a love story, a prince's quest to rescue a princess. But there's also allusions to Freemasonry or something similar, symbolism to do with the number three, themes of enlightenment and turning away from superstition, and a wide range of characters expressing, ultimately, the notion that love is all you need and that love is all there is. There's also lots of spoken dialogue, which might well be in German, but there are great musical numbers and fabulous songs. Actually, all that spoken dialogue means that technically magic flute isn't even an opera. It's what the Germans call a zingspiel, a song play, you and I would call a musical. So we're going to listen to three arias. Two of them feature Papageno. He's the easiest character to get, because he's a straightforward kind of bloke. In the first aria, he's introducing himself. He's the bird catcher. Everyone knows him, and the birds love him. He wishes the girls loved him too. He'd like to be able to catch all of them and choose the one he loves the best. So really, he's just after meeting the one someone to settle down with and have lots of children together. This is simple, immediate and fun, and if you choose to watch the YouTube video, it's a good watch too, especially if you've got kids with you, like my seven-year-old Vanessa. The video also has the benefit of subtitles and a bit of slapstick. We return to Papageno at the end of the opera. He's discovered that an old woman that he's been pledged to marry is in fact the lovely young Papagena. And in this number, he realises this, and they have a a meeting of minds, and then their first fight almost, about just how many children they're going to have, and whether they'll be boys or girls. In between the two Papageno songs, we're going to hear from the Queen of the Night. It's the Queen of the Night who sent the prince on his quest to find and rescue the girl Pamina. That's her daughter. Then she's gone off with the baddie Sorastro. But all is not as it seems, because it turns out that Pamina wants to be with Sorastro, who's this kind of enlightened master. This is one of the most famous arias that there is, when the Queen is giving her daughter a knife and demanding that she kill Sarastro or will be disowned. It's highly dramatic, very, very high, hard to sing. Mozart wrote it especially for his sister-in-law, who sang it at the first performances. So the Queen of the Night is the baddie after all. Or maybe she's just a mother who loves her daughter and wants to protect her. Have her daughter do what her mum thinks is right for her. Like many parents do, really, only perhaps just a little bit more unhinged. In Magic Flute, Mozart tries to cover everything, and with an array of characters to demonstrate all sides of life, to be funny, silly even, and deep and profound at the same time. I hope you enjoy these little snapshots. Click on the links to have a watch or listen below, and then give us a comment to let me know what you think. Share and subscribe to the podcast. Come back for more next time. Thanks for listening.